y'all. Welcome back to Brie and Day's podcast. So today, we're going to be discussing love. Love in many different aspects. You know what I mean, babe? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, what is your definition of love, sweetie? My definition of love is... Um, love is an action and I feel like it requires us it requires us to be better people I feel like it require it requires us to work and a lot of people fail to do the work so they just run from it and they rather say fuck love because it's too much work because it's easier to say fuck love than, than to do the work you know what I'm saying? And I just feel like love is beautiful when it's done the right way. Yeah. I definitely I definitely agree. What about what about you, babe? What's what's your definition of love? Well, for me, I would have to say for me, love is holding space for me to express and feel. You know, love is, you know, me being heard and seen. Love is me being respected. Love is thoughtfulness. And of course, I'm all those things to you as well. I don't just expect that in return. You know, um, love is letting me cry and getting it out, knowing that, you know, it may wipe me out completely for the entire day, but that's the sacrifice that you make to be there for me when I need to talk things through. So love makes me feel secure and warm, you know, taken care of, you know, love helps things and people grow, become better, more beneficial to the universe, to each other. You know, love can help you approach shadow work and face your darkest fears. Love is surrendering to the divine feminine and masculine. Love is beautiful. Love is also healing. And I've really, really been able to define that with within our relationship, how healing the love has been. You know? I do. <laughs> Now, when it comes to how we grew up, did you see what love was from the people around you? Did you did they show you? Or did you did you see it in other people but not at home? Like what was what was your situation when it came to love in your childhood? Um first I was raised by my grandma and aunt, so um I received that love. My parents were around, but not around, if you if you get what I mean. So I think seeing other people out is when I saw the most love as far as in, like, couples. You know what I mean? Gotcha, yeah. And, um, I feel like music taught me a lot about love. Music? R&B, like, music, soul child, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, a classic. Gotcha. And um, 
when I hear a song like hours and hours of today's time this is like mm, like I can repeat that over and over again yeah. you know because she's describing love yeah you know and I just recently got introduced to another song called mango um that explains love perfectly yeah you know yeah <laughs> I feel that I feel that and I really do like that song um as for me um, I did feel a version of love, but I didn't have the kind of support and, and, and love that I feel I could have and should have gotten. Um, did I see any romantic type of love growing up? No. Um, I saw a lot of dysfunction amongst the family. And people just put up with it because of love. So that's what my um, outlook coming from childhood would have been on love, like dysfunctional, non-accountability taking, chaotic, drama-filled type of aggressive type of love. But nothing was nurturing and soft and gentle and healing to a certain extent. So, yeah. And that, you know, definitely affects when you get in a relationship as an adult. Yes, it does. It does because you have this, when you first get together with somebody, you have this idea in your head and you might just be focused on what, what you feel when you're around this person. You're caught up in that. You're caught up in their looks, the sex maybe. But when it comes to growing, things that hurt, pain, overcoming it, healing, you know what I'm saying? People people don't necessarily understand, you know, you're supposed to grow when it comes to love because love is, is growth. Love is change. And if you're not growing and changing, you're dead. Yes, it's it's much more than the the pretty photos, the the gifts. <laughs> it's like I said, it's work. Yes. You know? And it's not like because for for me in the past it was, you know, my relationship is supposed to make me happy. And now it's like no. I totally understand you're supposed to be happy all on your own before the relationship comes. Mm -hmm. The relationship is only supposed to add to that. Mm -hmm. Now, for us to get to where we are right now, like we really had to grow and it wasn't like year, you know, as the years came and things like that and we go through our trials, it's not like, you know, there was infidelity or you know lying sneaking behind each other's back it's like I'm unhappy because I'm feeling stagnant within myself and that has nothing to do with my partner my partner makes me happy I'm not happy with something that I'm I need to grow from you know what I'm saying I do and I want to say the relationship that I was that I was in in the past um (laughs) I, we would talk about having a future together, but deep down in my mind, I knew that 
this ain't going nowhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, looking back on it, I really was just with people to, to pass the time. They never gave me a reason to stay. They never gave me What's the word I'm looking for? Is it certainty? They never uh, gave you certainty in within the relationship. They never made you feel like, okay, this is it. I'm for real and I'm for sure about you. I can't think of the dang word at this moment, but I know what you're saying and you know I know how to put it in different words. But yeah, they're not making you feel secure in the relationship. Like, okay, let's grow. Let's do this. Let's work on the things. Because everybody comes from trauma. That's yeah. the thing. And Another thing that people think is that we're just put on this earth to make money, uh, try to attain a certain financial status in life, and leave a retirement back for children if we have any. This plane is a karmic plane that we're on. We're here so that we can overcome and get through some past debt that we've made in the past, a karmic cycle. We're here to learn a lesson and people just think we're here for shits and giggles and that's mm -hmm. the problem. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to find someone that challenges you to grow. It's not just supposed to, okay, we've been fucking for 40 years. We married. We might go out on the weekends. We got separate friends. Nothing is the same. We're so separate, but we're married. Um, finances are separate. We're not even close enough to talk about what really matters, let alone heal. Yeah. Because things are so on the surface, like... Or you keep them secrets from each other. Exactly. Exactly. No, that is not what relationships are for. Relationships are for you to grow, for you to be better and challenge each other because you care about each other. Right. Friendships, romantic relationships, family members, relatives, all that. You're supposed to be challenging each other to grow. And I do feel like you don't really love somebody until... You can say, um, you know, if if I'm not making you happy or if I'm not helping you grow, you can go to somebody else. What's yeah. that saying that they say? You um, know, if we if if I can't be with you and I can't make you happy, I want to see you happy. If it's not with me, even if it's not with me. Yeah, I feel like that's that's where you really love somebody. Yeah, other people would think that this bullshit it's not bullshit when you are truly at peace with a healthy form of love loving someone because we were all shown love but it's just was it healthy was it productive is it bringing us the results that we want in our life if not we need to re-examine some things about how we love what we think love is mm -hmm. why does it always hurt why every relationship it's always them 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 no it's not always them and i'm not we're not you know you're not a bad person i'm not a bad person but i have to take some accountability like mm -hmm. hey <laughs> you know it's both of us in the relationship you did that but you know i have to own up to what what what's going on with me you know what i'm saying i am not learning the lesson so i have to keep repeating the cycle yes you know and just learning to recognize what's a healthy relationship. Yeah, a lot of people don't know what healthy relationships are. They think uh, it's all um, bullshit. If you don't get aggressive with me, if you don't put me in my place, if you don't handle me, 
then I really don't respect you, is what they're saying, what people are saying. If you are not submissive to me, if you don't do what I tell you to do, if you don't jump when I say jump. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay. You couldn't love me. You know, people have a very skewed perception of what love is because of what they were shown. Um, for me, I know that I romanticize love. That's probably the one thing that saved me when it comes to experiencing a relationship like what we have. You know, falling in love with movies, being swept away, taken to another world, you know, fantasizing about how love is going to be in my life and keeping hope alive. Mm-hmm. Even though I kept meeting not the right person, not the right person, not the right. Okay. I think you're the right. Nope. Not the right person. Not the right person. And it's like, okay, wow. You, but you didn't give up though. No, I didn't. I didn't. That's the thing. You know, I feel like people, but I changed along the way. Yeah. I didn't stay the same, still handing out the same BS thinking that somebody going to accept this shit. Like I had to do some internal work. Yeah. And it's just, I feel like people don't believe in dating anymore. They just get with one person and just feel like if they already have in their mind, like, this this is it. And if it doesn't work out, fuck love. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute now. It's a lot of people in the world. Right. And I mean, I didn't meet the love of my life in my hometown. No. That doesn't necessarily mean, you know. Come on now. You have to be willing. You have to be open for love that's the thing and if you're open for love it'll find you but but when you are open for love you do have to know that there's risk yeah there's a chance that you're gonna get hurt there's always a chance that you're gonna get hurt but with no risk there's no reward if there's no risk then there could never be any reward You have to risk something in order to get something. You have to spend money in order to make money. You have to sacrifice this to get that. You have to be willing to do something in order to get something. You know what I mean? And you have to try. You have to be open and willing to do some self-reflection, man. Like people are really out here thinking they shit don't stink and and that they don't have anything to revise and revamp about themselves. And they're just sitting up thinking, oh, woe is me. Everybody that I've encountered is just messed up, messed up, messed me up, taken from me, broken me, took from me, hurt me, and never taking any accountability. And it's it's quite frustrating. I'm watching people in my family go through this. Yeah. And it's emotionally paralyzing to look at it and be like, wow, I know what the one difference is on why I'm open to love and I have found something that can be so healing and for you to be how old you are and for you to have never examined and changed anything about yourself. So you never really found what you were looking for. You were looking for something in someone else that you needed to change within yourself. Mm. It's just, that's, (laughs) that's crazy, you know? People say it's easier said than done, but I just believe you just got to be willing to do the work. You have to be willing to do the work. You really do, you know? 
it's definitely challenging, but it can be done if you really want it to be done. Yes. Anything can anything can be done. You just have to quit thinking about how long it'll take. And, that, and that's overcoming fear. Honestly, if I were to start um, a, a group chat and asked everybody, what is your fear? People have all different types of fears. I mean, thousands of different types of fears that all these different people have. And when it all boils down, that's all in your head. And to really accept the fact that, wow, this re- this stuff is really all in my head. Mm-hmm. How can I get this shit out? How can I grow? And that's, that's where growth starts to come in. You know, you start asking those kinds of questions. You never run across people that ask those kinds of questions. I never grew up finding people that were doing this work that I've been doing for the past few years, healing. You know, it started out a little rocky. I got led astray a few times by the wrong people on this spiritual journey, but eventually I found my own voice with it. You know what I'm saying? And the ancestors started talking to me directly. I started listening. I was able to hear it then. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this journey has not been easy, but it has helped me to find a love that's so beautiful Mm -hmm. that you don't, I don't have to try hard. This is just it. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? And yeah, well, I do have another question. Who was the first person to show you the love that you want? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, specify, like, like, what do you mean? When you were looking at me or looking for me, what did you have in your head about love? I guess because you say that I am the one. Like, I guess. Well, I answered my own question. Never mind. You said, what did I mean? I guess I just meant like, who was the first person to show you the love that you wanted? You. Because you've always showed me actions. It was just, it wasn't just words with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was definitely action. (laughs) It still is. Yes. Yes. You give me reassurance, you know what I mean? Yeah. You give me that too. You give me that too. And for me, you were the first person to show me the love that I had in my head. I had, I want somebody that's there for me, that'll sweep me off my feet, that's think, that's thinking about me, that's compassionate, that's all about me. Mm-hmm. That's the only concept of love that I had when we first met. Like, okay, we're going to be together, we're going to spend time together, we're going to get dressed, dressed up, go out to dinner, go out to the movies, maybe take some trips together. But that was it. And then the more that we grew the more the definition of love for me changed and grew into something more. And also, you don't make me feel like you're my owner. You know what I'm saying? Like some people... A possession. Yeah, like you don't make me feel like an item. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like I own you. You're mine. Nobody else can talk to you. This, that, and third. Like I'm very insecure and I want you all to myself. No. Yeah. No, I love us meeting new people, trying new things, yeah. you know? <laughs> I do. For sure. So, how do we stay together this long? How do we, how do, we do that? 
Okay, I mean, don't get us wrong. We aren't any love gurus, gurus, gurus <laughs> or anything like that. In the beginning, it was know, rocky. Very rocky. Very, very rocky. rocky. But it's just like when we stopped and took the time to just let each other be who we are. Yes, and stop trying to force each other to be who we wanted each other to be in our heads. Yeah. When we stopped doing that, it really came together. Like a puzzle. Yes, and we stopped letting outside people. That's one thing I can say. If that's, well, that's the one thing that I can say, get like an advice, a tip, a tidbit. In your relationship, don't go telling people about every little dispute that you and your significant other had. I mean, I wouldn't tell anybody anything. What happens between the two of you, you need to figure out if you do have to go talking to other people about it. You need to figure out why you need to do that. Mm -hmm. Because it's not between you and your mate and this other person that you done just told and vented to. And don't be do goofy stuff like post that shit on the internet. Well, I mean, I can't tell you what to do. You express yourself however you want to. But what I will say is, That's where does healthy. where does that get you? Yeah. Where does that get you? That's a better way to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What What yeah. is it accomplishing? You want? Do you want sympathy on a large scale like that? Is that what that is? You don't feel seen. You have some childhood trauma that you need to overcome, because you need to feel seen. Mm. So you're gonna take it to Facebook, mm. and you want other people to see and know and be able to chime in on it. You know, for me, that that is that is the whole reason why we have stayed together for so long is because we really worked on ourselves and our problems. And it wasn't an overnight thing. I mean, if we're being honest, how many years were we into our marriage until it really started to get good? I honestly want to say the fourth, the fourth year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've been together for six years. Yeah. Been married for six. We've been married for six. It'll be seven this year. Uh, Seven years, but yes, coming up on it, seven years being married. Yeah. So, yeah. It's it's really it's really levels to this shit, <laughs> and it's like we. I I mean, wow, patience. The biggest word throughout that entire time was patience. Really. Mm-hmm. Just let, letting each other go through our growing pains and being there and showing up for each other. Um, in what ways have we changed because of the love we have now cultivated? For me, I'll say my communication has changed because I I did not how to I did not know how to communicate. I wasn't shown. You know how to how to how to effectively communicate have a conversation. Yes, have a conversation about my feelings. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it was was a big thing. I felt like I had to be hard all the time, and with her, she I love gentleness, (laughs) and she allowed me to to be myself when I cry. She don't look at me funny, or you need a tighten up or say silly things like that to me how could i you know love is supposed to be patient and kind Mm -hmm. and and 
healing. How can I help you heal when, and that's the thing, it's silly, but we do it um, unconsciously. Somebody's giving us an attitude, snapping off, yelling, and we, in return, start yelling, snapping off. And if you think, (laughs) and you really break that down and think about it, how silly that is. Why aren't we practicing, okay, when somebody greets us with despair and somebody is angry, yelling, whatever, it's not, oh, I'm a, I'm a pussy if I don't stand up for myself. What are you standing up to? This person is clearly having a bad day. Yeah. Maybe a bad month. Hell, maybe a bad life and they're thinking about ending it all. Yeah. But the first thing you think about is you have to, my pride, you're not just going to talk to me any kind of way. It's like, that's where love comes into play. Yeah. Man. That's where love comes into play. Yeah. Gentleness. Being kind when I'm upset and not, if I'm upset, I, I just, I'm not a picky woman, I don't think. Mm, depends on what we're talking about. I'm not a picky woman, I don't think. And if I'm upset about something, it's because I'm feeling it and it's hitting me in a place and I don't like it and I need to address it. You know what I'm saying? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I really do. And you know what's crazy? I'm... People look at us, they'll, you know, they'll know that I'm the the more masculine one, if you want to say. And it's just the the skewed ways that people think masculine presenting women should be. And I think that's... Like they can't be vulnerable. Yeah, I think that's crazy. They can't show any femininity, you know what I mean? I think that's so crazy. It is. It is. But you really allow me to to express myself and just just be me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I love that about you. I really do. Oh, baby, <laughs> I love you too. Um, for me, I would say ways that I have changed since we have cultivated the relationship that we have. I am way more patient now than I've ever been. And I still have a ways to go. I really do. It's not an overnight process. But the point is, you have to be working at it. You can't just say, it doesn't happen overnight, and you never fucking work on it because it doesn't happen overnight. No. You have to apply pressure today, Mm. right now. And you have to decide, do I want to be something different? You know what I'm saying? So I've I've grown in the patience department. I agree. When we first met, I was all about working money Mm -hmm. going 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 making really good money and wasn't working on my mental health no it took a toll on my mental health coming home yeah I'm making great money but I'm coming home every night to my wife and I'm angry and I I need to I need time alone so that I can cool off like this shit was okay (laughs) I mean it was not okay and I know that now and it's like when you really do the self-work, you realize, okay, the fear that I have about making a change in my life, it's all in my head. Mm-hmm. I have to step out there and do some different shit if I want to get something different. Yeah. I can't keep sitting here letting fear hold me back in these areas. I'm going for it. Mm-hmm. People say, well, it's not, it's not that easy for everyone. Listen, if you want change, if you want something different than what you're getting right now, you have to do something different. Yes, it, you do. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, other ways that I've 
grown is just learning how to trust myself and be secure with my emotions and how they operate enough to where now I know that they're a gift. Yeah. They really <laughs> show me situations that I need to be getting away from. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And I didn't I didn't really I wasn't tapped into that before mm-hmm. me and you met. You and know? I and I know I wanna say in the beginning stage it's just I didn't know how to hold space either. I would kinda cringe. <laughs> Like, oh, she crying? What? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. I did not know how to hold space for her. And it was very off-putting, yeah. you know? She taught me, and I learned. And I feel like when you push your partner's feelings on the back burner, it's just... It, you're basically digging a rabbit hole. Yes. Pushing them away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your partner has to be the person that you vent to. Because that's who you land beside. I mean, that's who you you're know? building a life with every day. Mom and dad, they cool, but you're sleeping next to me every night. We're building building a life together. My that's, feelings that's matter. That's your family. You now. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Most definitely. You yeah. can't be on the phone saying that they crazy and you don't know what to do. Ask them. Talk to them. Yeah. You Communicate. Know? It's a partnership. You're a team. It really is. But honestly, people could give out all this advice about relationships how do you stay together and all this stuff that's not what this is by the way we're just telling you how our relationship works and how we've made it work in our relationship but people can give you all of the advice in the world about a relationship but when it all boils down it really matters how you are by yourself Hmm. If the person you're with is not allowing you to grow and hold space for your inner child trauma so that you can get past it and stop doing the stupid ass shit that you're doing as an adult, it's not really a relationship. It's not. It's maybe a um, a business transaction. It fina- it's financially feasible or it's sexually feasible, but it's not a relationship. Exactly. It's not a relationship. You're supposed to be growing, you know, the different aspects of love, like self-love. We've already talked about the love and the romantic love that we've been shown and things like that. But what about that self-love, you know? Self-love plays a big part into your relationship, too, because that's when you start to create boundaries. Yes. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know what boundaries what boundaries are... You allow yourself to get walked over. Be a pushover. That means you don't love yourself. No, because you are not putting yourself first. You're always putting someone else's feelings before your own. And that is not practicing self-love. You cannot save face and shit on your own face. Exactly. Like, that. it doesn't work like that. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. And I see people like that that just, they're, they're doormats. They get walked on. And they allow And they're resentful. 
Yeah. Because they never stood up for themselves. Because a lot of these people want someone else. They're expecting someone else to come and stand up for them. Hmm. And it's very unfortunate. But there are people who, they won't stand up for for themselves. And they also are expecting someone else to come and stand up for them. And that is just the most ludicrous thing. Because you have to lead by example. How can I show up for you if you're not showing up for you? Hmm. And damn, you ain't going to show me how to show up for me because you ain't going to show up for you? Right. The fuck? This self-love is just so deep, you know? It's more than just saying, I love me. It's putting yourself in the best situations that serve you to be the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you are not the best version of yourself... You can take accountability and realize that I need to start doing some inner work because I don't like the things that I do on a daily basis. It's not bringing me the results that I want. I don't like where I am. I have to have some accountability for that. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you said. That's what real self-love is. It's not, I love me. I love me. Well, show me that you love me. Show me what love looks like. Show me what self-love looks like. Right. You know what I mean? Got to stand up for your your childhood self. Yes, because we all have been hurt. And it's not something to just sweep under the rug because a lot of people like to do that too. Yeah, we all been hurt in our childhood, whatever. It's not whatever. That's the point. Right. I mean, get over it. We all been hurt in our childhood. All our mamas and daddies and smacked us around and did this and did some stupid ass shit. Like, really? You really want to just pass that off generation? After generation? Like, that's crazy. After generation. That's crazy. When will it run out? You know what I'm saying? No, you're not going to just sweep me under the rug. I will not be swept. Ever. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I've always been that way, though. No, you're not just going to sweep me under the rug. I've been hurt. And, you know, this year is really teaching me that I need to come out of my shell more when it comes to speaking my truth. Even if my voice trembles, I need to speak my truth and get it out. Yes. I deserve to be heard. And we encourage y'all to do the same. Yes. What does does love look like to you? Self-love. Romantic love. Love amongst your family members. You know what I'm saying? What is unconditional love to you? Love without conditions. Love without, oh... I'll only love you if you can pay my rent, get my nails done every two mm-hmm. weeks, keep my hair done. I love that yakky 32-inch. Like, Babysit my kids. Exactly. No. <laughs> and if you say no to me, I ain't going to talk to you for months. Come on now. We have to be adults. And this is definitely, I mean, I feel like the last couple of years have really been about self love and growth but more now than ever people need to be practicing that because there's even though it's been blowing up on social media for the past two years to start doing this and eating better and living better self-care tips there's a lot of people that still don't apply that they're still doing the same old dance looking for new money and Mm -hmm. it's not gonna happen right it's not gonna happen you gotta change up the two-step you gotta do something different (laughs) <laughs> for real and it's scary it definitely is but it's but it's worth it y'all you have to do it i mean and, if, it. And, and and actually you don't have to do it 
I would say do it, you know, because the that, that feeling on the other side of all that is is amazing. I would say do it, but shit, you don't have to do anything. You can stay the same and keep getting the same keep, results. Keep getting that. The same negative results. Keep getting that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm changing. We changing. Me and Bay, we're changing all the time. Evolving. Evolving. Growing. Figuring out, hey, I thought I wanted to do this, but psych, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so let's do this, you know? That's the, the beauty of it. So, yeah, um, that's our segment <laughs> on love, and we definitely hope that... Um, it resonates with you guys. Yeah. We want you guys to engage with us, yeah, you know, what is, ask like us questions. Said, what does love mean to you? Let us know. Tap in with us. And I also want to shout out Tatiana. We appreciate you showing love. Yay, TT. We're going to plug you in at the end. And that's it until next week, y'all. Appreciate y'all. Congrats, y'all. This is from Tatiana. I'm going to listen to the show and try to tune in every week. So congrats.